0: What is up? What is going down? Yo, welcome back, Cold to Pen HQ. Here on Wacky Wednesday. What's going on? Brian, Tim York, which Clark, PMG, Jeff G, L the usual suspects up in the house, getting ready to make some trouble with the big man, big mouth big apple, let's get it. At John Legay's on that funky bird app, formerly known as X, or vice versa, or something. Oh boy, first mistake. As you can tell, I'm falling apart. That Jets game, the uh, second day off the voice is really killing me. Sadness. The jet, the Jets' sadness is starting to really set in now. You, I, you think I'd be used to it at this point. All right, everyone, let's do it. It is a full slate, but spread throughout the day. We're going to start with the PM stuff to keep our commuter crowd in mind. And then maybe we'll circle back in a little parlay action. I did pretty well yesterday. Go figure, I'm usually ranting and raving about how volume, you know, is kind of king in MLB betting. That you're always going to be better. Not trying to be too cute and letting the probabilities play out. But with football, and as I say, you do less work. I just... Four plays before the kick in the nids. It's just brutal, says OPMG, my man. How are we doing? so generally i have found historically. you know again as we wrap up i think it's important to try and leave everybody with lessons every day i've found personally that tightening up the ticket has actually not been beneficial for me meaning you know getting away from volume only doing one play two plays because then if you kind of run cold you you're not making any money at all right they're goose eggs and i think it actually begs the greater question Of, how are you determining, you know, the the single play? Like Do you have, and if you think about it, you're going to get yourself into spots. BGC, what's up? Again, thank you so much, my man. You know, how did, Brian, we're talking about volume versus less volume. Lately, I've been cutting down my plays, two, three, four plays. And because of football, just not getting back to do all the granular hitting stuff. I love to do. You know, I fill every second with work. it's just depending on what it is. And if you become more conservative and begin to limit your plays, down to one, down to two. If you run cold again, then you not make it any money at all. And then, like I said, the greater question is: How do you determining like what is the, what is the best play? Do you have a method that you use, like? You can that there's actually you you raise the probability of outcomes happening. Because if that's the case, then you you know should only be doing that never losing pretty much right again to people you know you know this is where always I mean the boomers kind of bump heads a little bit I tend to operate off the working theory that most of these games are a lot closer to 50 50 at the start than we would care to admit and uh, other people don't you know they I you see the implied probabilities in some of these things and I just I don't know the variance of baseball is insane we see it a lot like, constantly right how were those uh Houston Astro backers doing yesterday with Verlander and the night before right it's just it's just what it is. Baseball is gonna be ups and down peaks and valleys the things we do Ronald Sanders good morning love to see names thanks for grabbing the sword and the shield being part of the failings here at betting baseball you know version of 300 where we are not huge right I don't imagine me giving out this kind of information and am like deluding myself right we're not huge but are we freaking fierce? Are we smart? Are we cutting edge? Are we innovating? If the answer to all those things are yes, I think the rest will take care of itself. While we're on that, you know, talking about the quality of the show, It's our good friend, Mister Cooper, on the ones and twos, Shay, we really, really, really appreciate you. All the hard work he does. Think about how hard, how good he has to be in his job to make me look good and sound smart. Ain't <laughs> easy, All right, let's get into the games. All the stuff we do again. A couple of minutes just so. Not fool around. We right? leave a couple feathers in the cap for the new listeners. We appreciate you got us past that thousand subs we were hoping for. In a part of the season where a lot of, I mean, frankly, baseball shows have wrapped up, right? It's almost like after the All Star break, they they wane, right? They they pull back and then they like, yo, I got fantasy leagues to win. I got three more weeks of betting on the schedule. Like right, the last couple of days, maybe I'll, I'll be out. Huh? Yo, know, we got starters, we got competitive teams, we got betting edge here. We're doing very well. Follow me on Twitter at John Gazer, and all this stuff is free right now. All the data that you hear, team totals, implied team totals, algo scores, pitching stats, bullpen stats, all this craziness that I'm hocking at you, nonstop, split included. It's all free. Bookmark the Google Doc. Rest of the season, from me to you, thank you for hanging with us here at Call to the Pen. All right, let's get into it. Jay, I need just one second, because... You know, I pull my data off of the MLB app, right? It's a good place to But then sometimes off the show, I'll do reads off roadwire wire and I feel like I have my schedule confused. I don't want to lose one because I only have four early games. One, two, three, four. Okay, here we go. I, I had a little one out of order. So I'm going to start with the Nationals. Jackson Rutledge making his debut. I want to get his, his stuff up. It's, man, it's kind of brutal. You know, and I guess that's kind of the part of the year we're at where we, you know, we mentioned that, like, teams kind of, not say necessarily waving the white flag, the Nationals are waving the white flag, but to see what they have going forward, you know, and that's what you should be doing as a team, but you end up in these spots where you're bringing up guys like Jackson Rutledge, all right, so he pitched through two levels this year, 68 innings in A. he was pretty good. Okay, limiting home runs, just enough Ks, not too many walks, keeping the ball down, all the stuff we look for, Gets a the promotion to AAA, 50 and two-thirds, but it's a 4-5 ERA, 1-5 whip, here's a 6-4 X-FIP. tons of fly balls, not a lot of home runs, that's going to, you know, likely regress with a high hard hit rate in the majors. I never heard of him, that doesn't mean much, I'm not like a sick prospect guy, but, you know, I, I like to think I know about the good ones. Against the Pirates and Colin Selby. If you're saying who, it's like exactly right. These games I really have not much interest in. Selby, I think we're just going to open maybe most one time through 8.6 ERA, 175 whip. Indicators a lot better than that, right? Generally, it's going to be the case. You know, not very good. More than two home runs per nine. Not something the Nats generally are very good at swinging for power, but they do get it done sometimes because they're not striking out, tons of contact. Same for the Pirates, number one in zone contact. Also pairing it with top five in hard hit rate. This is the Pirates' last, 500 PAs. Expect for them to maybe take a tick up, right? Aren't these exactly the signs we're talking about? So this is one of the things I think we've been very good at, and hopefully another one of those lessons you might take with you going forward. Teams, players move in waves, you know, up and down. Good teams, higher, longer waves. But even bad teams sign up, you know. I generally like to look for upticks in disciplinary stats. which Makes a lot of sense. Working counts. Swinging at better pitches, hopefully. Discipline will raise contact rates. Contact begets good contact, which hopefully portends production. Holy crap, that sounded smart. See what happens when you stay sober at 9 o'clock in the morning, kids? (laughs) So, yeah, sometimes it's... It's a lesson to be learned when you're looking at these games rather than not trying to throw up thinking about having to bet on them. I'm not touching this one. Let's just move it on. Let me give you an idea. Maybe, you know, things to look at and how to read these boards. Maybe like a pirate team totals. Geez, the pirates are like four and a half somehow. I should have mentioned that. You know, that's something I've tried to learn from some of the people here. Again, we know, we call this not just boasting. call the show the restaurant where the chefs eat because we have, you know, legitimate professional handicappers swing through here to see, like, what's going on, say what's up drop a dime, see where, what the temperature where I'm at, maybe check the Algor scores and stuff. It is four and a half, and it's even money. Man, if the Washington bullpen stats are as bad as I have in the top of my head, the ERA is down below four, but if the Sierra's up near five, only 17% K. You know what? I think maybe I like that. Let's let's go after the youngster in the debut, four and a half at even money. Remember, a lot of times, four and a half is going to cost you minus 130. Price always at, you know, at least a part of it with the analysis. All right, let's move it up from there. That was enough on that game. That game's a disaster. Next up, <laughs> it's Drew Rahm. Man, I missed an easy opportunity. Obviously, this guy's nickname is CD. It's Drew. CD Rahm, plus 150 dog on the bump for the Redbirds from St. Louis against Kyle Gibson and those Blackbirds with orange vests, those Orioles minus 170 dog. Orioles just really kind of rectifying a lot of these jag pitchers now again Gibson we mentioned him because we did cover him five days ago he's not nearly as bad as some of these surface stats might be screaming at you you know five year eight through 160 innings I know it's not bad but all the indicators are at like four and a half you know it's a four four Sierra and a four six expected the walk rate down below seven Miss rate down below six ground ball rate of 49 hard hit rate 31 a lot of things that we actually do like right we try to kind of see past it believe it or not it's we've just it's been bad at home you should be good at home Drew Rom has been terrible on the road Rom with his to go with his 7 8 ERA to whip on the season has a 350 batting average allowed north of 1000 OPS allowed on the road Gibson with the 8 ERA last 40 days indicators at four or better. Excuse me, this might be the same problem I've had with these type of games. So the public and the books might get a hold of bad teams. The Cardinals are objectively bad. But the problem is the offense is good. Like pound for pound, they're good. And they're even showing a few signs right now. They were in the tank. They're starting to get up off the mat. Again, what do you think is at the center of it? What do you think is at the center of it? 20% Twenty percent K in nine and a half walk, single digit swing and strike, thirty percent chase rate. Those are all you know, top eight. Forty four percent fly ball is top three. Forty percent hard hit, top ten. Plus they're running sixteen steals last five hundred PA's. Cardinals starting to figure it out. Contact and running. Baltimore offense doing the thing as well. 3016 batting average, eight seventy OPS last five hundred PA's. Eighty nine zone contact, forty six pull. That's a three seventy team WOBA. Orioles really not to be messed with so maybe this one is probably more of an over if anything Seattle bullpen. I'm sorry St Louis bullpen had been really bad they've showed some signs I'm not a fan Baltimore bullpen is really good this might be one of those rare cases if I was going over it might be f5 so it four and a half. Four and a half. I think we'll go for it if it's five or north I'm gonna just fade again I don't runs are wonky and these not may not necessarily be the bullpens we're looking for. Jay's got Bet Stamp up, where we do our shopping, get the best lines and stuff. Those are live links, by the way. Yeah, it's five and a half. See, I was slow to that. I I have to like manually grab these lines on my stuff. So sometimes they will be off, or they will be slow, like they don't update. So just leave this one. Out. You don't want to chase six runs for five. You don't want to do that. Just move it up. Next one, just more more Garbaggio. We maybe we eat some. Maybe we'll eat some uh, some chalk here. We haven't really done it. But again, you kind of get into that part of the season, right, where we mentioned it, the kind of disparity, right, the separation. Not just like in talented teams, but just trajectory, right? So I would mentioned there are teams like the Reds, I mean, who should be competing, but, you know, I was heard it on Wire today, so I always want to hat tip, you know, be citing people. Erickson and Zinke on Rotowire. Great podcast, obviously, if you're still doing fantasy baseball. Even if just betting, I just like to stay in tune with the science of it. You know, people that really have their finger on the pulse. And it's true. If it wasn't for like these, maybe even one, like immense winning streak for the Reds, they're probably not in this conversation that they're in. Trying to compete, plus they keep losing pieces, right? Lodolo down, Green is down. So you kind of look at the Reds as competing, but now they're running out Connor Phillips I guess he's going to open with his 9-6 ERA 1-7 whip it's only five innings so you don't want to overreact but like it's just kind of the sign of the times as a team kind of trying to get in the playoffs it's probably not going to happen and I like the Reds go to Detroit Rock City eight mile to face Erod and the Tigres, erod has been objectively excellent. 318 ERA with a 113 whip, 613 OPS. Indicators agree. Expected ERA, 3.824K, the only 7 walk, all this kind of stuff we would like. The ball rate down at 34 with that elevated first strike rate. He wins in the zone, 83% in-zone contact rate. Limiting hard contact, just kind of doing everything you would hope for with the plus 40% ground ball rate. All the good stuff. ERA's below 4 last 40. Indicator's not necessarily buying it. But given the larger sample and the skill set, I think it's okay to stick with Rodriguez. Detroit, the offense is not good. Cincinnati's isn't great either, but they've really struggled against lefties. Two eighty-seven expected woba last thirty against southpaws. That's not any good. Not that Detroit is much better. So you kind of have to get him at the end. Detroit bullpen has actually looked pretty good as of late. Three-six ERA in the last fifty-two innings. It's a one-twelve ERA, two-twelve BA. Cincinnati bullpen's also been correcting though some of the underpinning stuff not as nice the four and a half Sierra masking the three four ERA or I guess they better be the other way around man I really like Detroit to win maybe it's like a pair maybe this is a pair drop player props about up in the house our boy Justin right I mean I literally just mentioned this is the restaurant where the chefs eat for a reason legitimate people in the space forward thinkers successful betters like my boy Justin make sure following player props of God, player underscore prop. Just you could search past the prop also as their show on YouTube, him and monotone football, obviously friends and guests. Player prop, I'm looking at you, home dog. Once uh once baseball's in the rearview mirror, let's, let's let's get me on for football. Let's stop yelling about some pigskin. He wants to know are the A's kryptonite for the Astros. I couldn't believe what I was watching. Man, that was also right on cue. You know, we did not script this, but I had just I literally just mentioned. The waves. It's all about the waves. It sounds so. It sounds so corny. It sounds so corny, but it's all about the waves. And the Astros were freaking peaking, peaking. We've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks. Four hundred team woba last five hundred PA's plus three hundred batting averages as a team plus nine thirty OPS as a team. Unsustainable. Unsustainable. Even for really good offenses, they're going to downwave. That is just part of it so I just think it's a matter of timing and the Oakland offense I think is undersold I, I don't have to tell my boy player props bond about Zach Goat off Zach Gilloff is the like hey and maybe my favorite player right now I wish it was like I don't even know if I could get a jersey I gotta look I gotta look that up I'd be the only person with the Zach Gilloff jersey in Brooklyn New York I absolutely guarantee that much so I like Detroit maybe got a pair it now that I'm looking at it I don't know if I want to pay the juice so I'll keep it in mind. Next up, it's the Bravo Spencer Strider on the bump, minus one seventy-five favorite on the road against Christopher Dirty Sanchez and those fighting Phils. You know, Strider is it's a it's amazing to look at this board and say the guy competing for the Cy Young that people are like complaining about because of the three eight three ERA. Spencer Strider is actually screaming for positive regression, one oh nine WHIP, six thirty seven OPS. XFIP, K-Walk, ERA, expected ERA, Sierra, all three are below. Again, we mentioned this on the show. People often ask me about reading indicators, which is the best. Expected ERA is the most descriptive. You should never use one. I like to look for accordance, agreement. I like that that's what we want, confirmation. When Sierra and expected ERA are both over five, you go get it. When you find two indicators below three, these are really great numbers. 38% K, only eight walk. is a 30K minus BB. 34 CSW with a 32 ball rate, 40% width, 68 first strike, 38 O swing. There's your bully metric for the day. And your first strike, the chase rate gets you over 100. The man's a bully. He gets up. He gets ahead. He makes your chases junk. Spencer Strider is the damn GOAT. I can't believe some people complain about this guy. 76% in zone contact. Think about that. Three out of four ball. Yeah, that's insane. He is insanely good. Insanely good. 664 OPS on the road for the season. Sub 3-5, whip. Again, 4-7 ERA, list 40 days. Indicator's not buying it. 125 stuff plus on the Saris model. Dirty Sanchez, he's been pretty good. You know, living off the control, which you got to love. 4% walk rate, 33 ball, validated there, 59 ground ball. But how could you look to go up against Atlanta? So, I've been enjoying kind of watching these games. Atlanta bullpen starting to struggle a bit. These all have, like, playoff fills and stuff. You know, even as a handicapper, I do... I do enjoy actually watching baseball. Player prop says John, who's a Cy Young? I'm a Strider stand, but it's tough. Snell whip is wild, well, but walks. The K rate is wild. Well. I don't think it's determined yet, I, which is fantastical. For, for me, it's Strider by a mile, but I also like have to. I have to rein in the advanced stat stuff because I know that that's not how these things get decided. But for me, it's. For me, it's Strider by a mile. You heard it. That's the, It's the ultimate profile. Like, he's built in a freaking lab. Control, swing, miss, all the strikeout stuff. He's so freaking good. He's so good. Like, first name on the top of your head. Who's going to go out with 15 Ks in eight innings? You know, it's Strider. So, for me, he's, he's my guy. But I get ERA is something that's a driving force. They don't always want to hear expected this and that, advanced this and that. know how did it actually play out so i'm off this one these are again they're a lot of fun to watch i want to roll over to the algo i've got atlanta winning i've got atlanta through five but not enough to pay for the 175 so i move it on also i don't think i have the confidence enough because the philly offense is rocking right now bro rocking right now i mean again i put up all this data i really encourage you to go check it out it's free you know so shilling aside if you were to strip the names, you might not know who was who. Philadelphia. 812 team OPS, 12%. Walk rate as a team, last 500 PAs. 45 pull, 42 hard hit, 10 and a half barrel. That's a 351 team Woba. Awesome. Hitting lefties, hitting righties. I mean, doing everything. Same to the Braves. Goes without saying 850 team OPS. Leading the league in home runs, runs scored, and K-rate. I mean, and, k- and K-rate? and K And k rates. Honestly, one of the things that... Yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm with you on Strider. One of the things that I think we really should be hat-tipping about the greatness that is Ronald Acuna Jr. El Abusador. Eh? My dude, yo. Yeah, you mentioned Steele. We forgot. He's been great as well. He'd be the surface stack guy. I don't know what the odds look like. It might be worth like splitting a bat. I'm not sure what they look like. Steel might be worth a bet. Because he has the chance to get it. For me, it's Strider. It's not They're not the same. Like for me, I when I, I remember I wasn't even in on Steel or they want to take an L. He's great. I was a loss of that one. I wasn't into the fastball shape. I'm really curious to dive into it in the offseason. But right, it's Steel or Strider. For me, it's Strider. Like, not like really, it's not even close, to be honest. Okay, next up, it's the Walker, Texas Rangers, Joe Mo, Jordan Montgomery on the bunk, plus 105 slight dog on the road north of the border against the Bluebirds. say Kikuchi. I say, holy crap, they fixed this guy waiting for my private chat with Jay so he can tell me how bad the Jays suck <laughs> love absolutely love you man Jordan Montgomery three six ERA one two five whip Indicator's not really buying it but none above four four right so for me you got to give this guy as and it's not hatred because he you know my Yankees traded him for Harrison Bader who's now somewhere else what an absolute joke he's playing for the Reds oh my God help us all I was on a numbers game <laughs> Uh, I was get that checked. I was on a on a numbers game screaming out that trip to happen. They asked we heard what's happening with Manoa. I don't even know. I'm really upset now because one of the things that I liked about him was I thought that his strength was like mental toughness and mental acuity. And if you're gonna be like complaining about the motions and performance and whatever, he's a baby. So yeah, he's finished. So if he's given up, you know, if he gave up on the team, you gave up on, on him. I wouldn't even. I was kind of thinking about maybe drafting Manoa in these really deep deep fantasy leagues, right? Where they go seven hundred players, and then you get a guy like that. Maybe something. No, thanks. Like I don't think he's got it anymore. So Joe Mo kind of gets to just the guy treatment again. Not to bash him. He's doing the things you want him to do. You know what I mean? So again, we're not we're not trying to kill Jordan Montgomery at all. Keeping the ball down, suppressing our contact, but you're not getting a lot of whiffs. The thing I worry in this game is actually, you know, we've talked about the Toronto office who kind of break their balls a little right now. Toronto, Blue Jays leading the league in OBP with 375 within a walk rate. 12.5, 8.5 sweeps right, 26 chase rate. Those are all number one in the league. 362, Team Wobble, 132, WRC+. plus. The thing we're going to be looking at, Blue Jays top five in Team Woba versus lefties last 30, 356. Texas not nearly as good on the Woba page, but, 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 big shaking butt, the reason why you come here for the nuance and the context the reason why hopefully you rate review and subscribe you hopefully press the stupid finger and that stupid Bell because they all matter way more than you should more than they should I look like a Muppet right that was like a Kermit the Frog (laughs) Texas expected whoa 342 last 30 versus lefties there they are hitting the ball hard because I have actually heard that today <laughs> I, I saw Donaldson bomb. I, I can't believe he killed me. It broke the Raymaker. I can't stand that guy. I really can't stand him. I can't stand him. Anyway, so this is one probably to leave. Although it should be fun to watch. Because all kidding aside about Kakuchi, 3570 array 125 whip. I mean, had you told me 26K to 7 walk? Hey, man. 33 chase, 40 ground ball. 1.4 homer nine now granted the homer nine is a little bit elevated right it's above average but this is a guy who's really struggled think as far as good as he's been at home he has actually given up the long ball at home but as of late he's been very good sub three xfip three three sierra last 40 days i'm probably just leaving this one alone but i want to lay it out the last piece i had on this was if you do i don't really have a strong lean and i like the offenses i worry about going over because of the quality of pitching you know what i should have mentioned the over jays if is, is it like low i don't always have those on hand i was wondering if it's seven and a half or eight because if it's seven and a half or eight i think we might want to lean into two things here okay i know i mentioned the, the pitching you know what it is is 08? and it's at a decent price here let's hit the 08 and i eight i'm gonna explain why so we mentioned it hit right both of these teams hitting toronto doing it discipline Hitting the ball hard, tons of doubles. Texas also same thing, 19K to 11 and a half walk, 28 chase, 43 fly ball, 39 hard hit. That's a very poor pairing for Kakushi, right? Forcing him into the zone, not chasing. They elevate, they hit it hard. But here's kind of the cherry on the cake Texas lasts 59 in the third. That bullpen is a 6 4 ERA, 165 whip, 300 batting average on the nose, 13% barrel, 2.7 homer 9, Hachi Machi liberachi. Toronto, last 35 innings, 5-6, ERA, 1-7 whip. Wowza. So let's go with this one. If we don't get it early, we'll get it. We'll get it late Player prop says, Kikuchi's goaded. I'll give you that. He's been great. But right, it's not beyond him to give up a two-run shot. So if we can get this one to 2-2 through, I think the bullpens melt. Just absolutely melt. And I, I'd also be surprised if either one of these starters, maybe even make it through the six because of the, you know, the disciplinary stuff on both sides. William Craig hit the first five under full game over yesterday on this. Yes, the the old over under five twos could do reversal. William Craig, yes, a integral part of the failings here. Appreciate you, WC. I really do. People here that don't tail, and, and that's the most important thing. Which is funny because I did this when I hit my bet. I tweet emojis. Whatever. I I only tweet when subscribers send me stuff that makes them really happy. Like I'm a street better so this morning yeah I went four for four I didn't I didn't hit ai didn't hit a 12 and a half to one that was someone else I didn't hit that those are not my tickets my tickets are elsewhere <laughs> my tickets are elsewhere <laughs> I can't always share a mine some I have to mule accounts or whatever it's a long story man if you know you know but the people here that are here for the analysis and the you know methodology and some of the procedural stuff that will drop and again maybe my mistakes because I get called out and I can see this is, you know, part of this being porous, right? The kind of door swinging both ways. So we really do appreciate everyone that's been part of the immersive experience. I know something that Jay and I have both really, you know, stressed with each other that numbers are great, but you got to sustain it, right? Our, the show's analytics are, are so strong, like like the analysis we do, right? When you pop the hood retention rates and watch times and stuff, because the people that get it kind of get it. And I think once you get this, it's you can't really replace it. because becomes very difficult. And again, I think that's why the level of experience of the average person that listens to the show is probably a lot higher than the other ones. But I also hopefully we're appealing to some of the more novice pedals. And again, if you have any of those questions, hit us up at Call to the Pen HQ on Twitter. Hit me up at John Legaza any any time of day, any day of the week. You can DM me, but I would—I'd rather be tagged. Although I know, I guess I can't be DM'd by unverified accounts. Tag me. I—I I want you to tag me. I'd rather share the information. In fact, I feel better about that. Sometimes I get locked into DM convos. Trust me, I love you people. You know, I love interacting with people. I was you. I am—I'm nobody. I'm nothing. I come from zero. You know, the only thing that kills me is I'm like—I just spent a half an hour with one person, and we probably should have shared the whole thing because right, we just and again i would hope that the listener the follower would want the same thing right to kind of pay it forward to share it out hopefully have it resonate dropping a pebble in the water Shh. wow we are just dropping dimes here where else you get it call to the pin hq fast show and mlb absolutely freaking anywhere yo next up it's a new york yankees and clark bar holy schmidt my boy's looking pretty good four or five era one three two whip kind of disguises the correction because he was so terrible out of the gate so we noticed two things here. He had two major problems. Schmidt, my man, the Clark Bar for the brahmers was really struggling against lefties. Now, those numbers are still pretty bad, though they've corrected. I had still have 300 batting average allowed, but those numbers were through the roof. He's also really struggled on the road, is why I got away from this one. I, I, I like this one. I'll tell you where I ended up, and now I'm kind of worrying a bit. But I had a side with the model. Smartest, smart is smart. Clark, Clark Schmidt is smart smart okay 282 batting average a lot on the road nearly 800 ops and a five and a quarter era which is not great however the extra pit four five and it's one homer nine you see the five and a quarter era last 40 days but all the indicators are three seven right so i'm going to lean that direction how can struggled? and maybe this is the worry and where i was leading to is i'm on the other hand chain bring up the f5 on there. i'm i was i'm frankly i was like shocked that this was five and a half I went to go check it on multiple books to make sure, because I almost didn't want it, but I really had no choice, because I'm just, I've modeled so far below it, like, you know, just be a coward. I, I, I would be close to being under this one on four and a half, to be honest. That's what I'm saying. I have this one that, like, you know those shade over two, shade over two, sometimes we hit those four and a halves. we probably hit the five. I got other five and a half hour oh, we move that bad boy uh we move that bad boy you know I still. I guess we still have that effect sometimes that's gonna be tough to get we got to pay the juice you only got you got two of them up there I, I'd go to minus 140 I guess but man this feels like my boy. yeah Jay I'll leave it up to you for anybody that knows it's the horns Jay, I'm gonna leave that one up to you if you if you're feeling it again we want if we want to go under we want to stick with the f5 I know how has been trashed the Yankees are terrible against righties I mean all of their production is slanted to the left-hand side 269 woba versus righties last 3300 expected woof 195 team batting average last 500 plate appearances 650 team ops boston that's an 81 wrc plus by the way 286 team woba is disgraceful that only projects like 3.5 runs other side boston 305 team op 700 ops 306 woba 87 wrc plus so are not any good so i was like way under the five and a half so i i see, what you, see you know you see where these get to almost to will's point before where i'm under on the on the half game and then i might hit like the live total over and let this with this one spins off the rails but really hard to back the yankees against varieties they're putrid they really are putrid the youngsters kind of strike out we know how how though he's kind of burned out of touch i think maybe the distance is a lot being used as a starter but i just can't get this one i'm on the under. all right we got a few left i gotta hustle up i too much like holy crap what a shock all right let's not bury the lead i posted this one for subs zach allen on a bump for the snakes with shapes on their back those diamondbacks out in the desert minus 145 i ended up getting my hands on the run line and i think it was like plus 125 and i saw that with gallon it was just all over Against but paisan joey lucchese on the pump plus 130 dog so let's do gallon just really quick you know he's in line for the Cy young votes as well three three era 108 whip 26k to only five walk 66 for a strike. I mean, he's been really good. The ball's been hit hard, but remember it's on the ground, so that's why those rates aren't disparate. Two flat three flat ERA last 40 days. He's been excellent. One on five minimum on the plus model stuff location and pitching, which is fantastic. Lucchese is a mega 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 like negative regression candidate. Three five ERA, one two nine whip. However, K walk ERA is at five. Expected ERA is at six. Sierra at four nine. 10% KBB, 8% swinging strike. A lot of the stuff, you know, we generally attack. Yes, he has a 243 batting average allowed at home. But it's a 5'8 ERA, 5'8 XFIP, nearly two home nine. He had no runs allowed lately, but I'm not buying it. So, I've been digging Arizona. We kind of mentioned him as one of those teams that we were pegging for, like, waking up soon. We'll see. They've struggled a bit against lefties, but I do think the talent is there. Mets offense is, is, whatever. I mean, they're middling right now, let's call it. They strike out too much. They don't take walks. Swing and miss too much. I mean, that's not going to go well against Gallon. And then the Met bullpen is really where we're looking for the separation. So we want the full game run line here if you're going to go for it. Arizona, 2.22 bullpen ERA. list 53 innings, which is phenomenal. One flat whip. 6 walk, 4% barrel, 0 losses, flip side to the Mets, six, eleven ERA, last 35 innings, 1-7 whip, yikes, 15% walk, nearly 13% barrel, that's how you lose late in games, I've done very well on full game covers, the bet, go figure, that I never used to post, and I used to run my fat mouth about it all the time, and how it was greedy, and it was stupid, but the prices were different, so it's not flip-flopping, change, flip, change your mind is not flip-flopping, with the introduction of... Of pertinent data. What? Nuance or context Pour and gets your freaking nose when you roll with us. it's always All right. Let's close it out. straw Got a couple left. Oh my goodness. I have this up too many games left, Jay. We're going to extra five again. Probably right, be really quick. I'm leaving this one alone. I think it's over or nothing. Paulie Blackburn, the pirate. Yara on the bump. Plus 230 dogs against the Astros. Blackburn, of course, for the Elephants balancing on beach balls against Hunter Brown, who, like, man, talk about the tale of two seasons. He was so good out of the box. And some of those indicators are still really strong, but if you're rolling them out there, especially at home, you're getting cracked, man. 290 BA allowed at home, 6 ERA in the crib, 8 and a quarter ERA last 40 days. The indicator's not necessarily buying it, but he has really, really struggled. So player props, if I mentioned Oakland before, you know, listen, we see the, Again, right when you were tracking here, we're looking for those trends. While we compare 500 PAs to the season, I use other stuff as well. I just don't have room. Oakland strikes out, but they're the sellout team. Top three line drive, top three barrel. Get your home runs, get your doubles. And that's been the key to scoring runs. Brown has been missing, which is the key to surrendering runs. So I'm a little bit worried I would never touch the juice here at all. I would not pay the juice with my worst enemies money here. I, of course, the model's going to love Houston. you are always going to love Houston. And I did mention Brown having some of those strong indicators, but I'm not going there. For me, this one is over or nothing and we'll move it on. It's the Royals with cheese, I don't think this one's listed. It was supposed to be Steven Cruz to open it up against Dog, Sunshine, Mike Clevenger again. This one's like over or nothing. I don't know why I didn't post this one. I know I mentioned in it on the show. I even was talking about how that one had a chance to run up to a million. And that one's like 11-9 the last I saw. So at least 20 runs in his last night. These offenses are bad, but the pitching is just beyond gross. Cruz has a 70 array. Clevenger's is a 3-6, but he's screaming for regression as well. We call this out. This Guys, listen, It's not, It's not. not. it's not good. Five-and-a-quarter extra, nearly five Sierra. I'm not digging Club Dog at all. Kansas City offense starting to get it going. They're lifting the line drives, getting on base, plus they're stealing. They've shown they can be a tough offense. Also top five hard hit rate. Last 500 PAs, maybe something you don't always expect from the Royals, but you know because you're hanging out with us. I'm leaving this one alone. Actually, I have the White Sox winning on the, the strength of Clevenger versus Cruz, for whatever that's worth. Also, the Royals' bullpen has struggled, even though I like the offense a bit. 4-8 ERA, last 50 innings. Sub-20 K rate, that's not going to do it. Paired with a 40% hard hit rate, also not any good. White Sox bullpen's just been good as of late. 3-2 ERA, last 50 and a third. So the model's on Chicago, but again, you know, sometimes you got to, uh, you know, step in and say, like, you know, enough is enough. I think the best argument for that is not only one, no bet is better than a bad bet, but two, it's not like the price is that great. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 not that tempting. Like, we can get, you know, plus 150s in the strikeout market. You can get plus 110s in the F5 market. Like, you know what I mean? So there's, just, there's really no need to push. If you don't, especially at this point in the year, we're doing very well. There's no need to, like, there's no need to press. No need to press. All right, two games left. Let's get it. Let's get out of here. Wrapping up quick, Braxton Garrett on a bump for the Miami Marlins on the road against Trevor McGill and the Brew Crew. I was really, I'm really surprised here. I got Garrett at minus one ten with the Fish. I got to check McGill's workload. I thought maybe he was only in line for, I don't know what, maybe like an inning or two. He'd been pitching in relief, but I want to, I would just want to double check that he hasn't been getting stretched out because his numbers have been good. Now he's only pitched an inning. I'm not sure who the Brewers are going to follow with that the books like so much. I guess the problem here is, you know, Garrett has had his struggles as we progressed through the season. The two and a quarter ERA, last 40 days, masking a 5 Sierra, a 5K walk ERA. Tons of hit balls. I was digging Braxton Garrett. I know we've just seen some couple blow ups. I guess the book has seen the split to my Milwaukee Against lefties have been very good. 370 team Wobo versus lefties, 335 expected. But the K a ton, a ton of ground balls, not a lot of pull. And part of me kind of likes Garrett in the F5 here. I'll go as far as McGill ahead. But again, it's always I'm going to be honest, it's always going to struggle with an opener that I don't have backup data for, certain backup data. So I guess I could feed it, but man. I don't know if you're feeling if you're feeling Randy, baby. Do I make you own it, baby? If you're feeling Randy, maybe Marlins at five is a is a nice one. I wouldn't go full game. Marlins bullpen struggled. Milwaukee bullpen's been very good, so keep that at five. And the offense is again. I mean, Milwaukee offense is better than the Marlins right now. I'm not trying to you know misframe that, but Milwaukee's offense is, is not that good. You know, it's not that good. All right, last up. These are just watch rooms for me. Wakey wakey, Eggs and Blakey on the bump. Blake Snell plus one fifteen dog on the road against Ryan Pepio, and the Dodgers man Pepio and the Dodgers are getting crazy respect. Jay, what's the what's the F five price on the on the, the Padres? Come on, if we can get Cy Young Snell, if we can get Cy Snell and run, I, we have to like bet that. You know what I mean? That's wait, that's really oh, okay. That's interesting. It's a, there's some like mixes here. Right, one of the books actually has it flipped. I see, I see that. That's like really interesting. Yeah, you got to go to 150 to get the run. I guess if we want to, let me see. If I can get an algo agreement on Snell, which I don't have again, you know, the books, those Vegas books are sharp, people. Again, that was my gut thinking it would have Snell above it. I have Pepeo and the Dodgers ahead, I have Pepeo and the Dodgers winning. I thought i just like Snell on the price, so I guess I'll just leave it again. i was just running my mouth about trying not to be too cute but I really like when the analysis is in a stronger spot right rather I'd rather convince myself right we want to this is something I used to talk about all the time at Cork stats right every single bet is like a case we're presenting to the judge and it has to pass scrutiny and we should ha- open it to scrutiny and not trying to yes we want to convince but we need to have it picked at also right you need to do and the door swings both ways that would up the scrutiny I mean it's Algo base and Pepe has been fantastic and Snell is wild at points the Dodgers also hit lefties I mean the has been hitting also they're not as good as the Dodger office it's just unbelievable they just find anybody you know Jason Hebert Miguel Rojas and the moderners are fine whatever all stars. and like seriously then Outman came up, he was awesome, and he stunk. We were all like, yeah, take that, stupid Dodgers. And now Altman is awesome again. They're like, I mean, I mean, I mean, just like they built him within and take your trash. And so, whatever, every time I seem to go against the Dodgers, I get stung. I think it happened to me yesterday, it against the Braves, and right against stung. it happens. So, I'm going to not do that. Jay, show them today's bets. I think we have a couple of them in there, I think. Gosh, I hope. We have, bet. like, a bet today. Man, I didn't really get to the early on. But I wonder if we could spin something. You want to do a quick like a money line thing? I got I got some money line stuff. I got some money line stuff. I got three of them: Taj Mahal, Bradley, Tampa Bay going to face Minnesota, Dallas, Kygo. You got to like Tampa there. The Cubs are in Colorado. I think they bounce back against Tyson Block. And then I like Kyle Harrison in the Giants against Logan Allen in the Guardians. You want to add those three up? I get you for like plus four hundred. I get you a little part. This is the afternoon people. So these are early games. That's so a little early afternoon Little, Boo! Sky in fly. Boo! Do a little afternoon delight. J&J from cold to the pen. And let's get out of here, everybody. That'll do it. Fastest show in MLB. Absolutely anywhere. Keep an eye out for the football stuff, man. I got my betting stuff and my data sheets are all today. Jay, I finished them yesterday. They're dope. <laughs> Go figure. They're dope. Dope. Dope, 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 So if you're into like any kind of fantasy or prop ending or bang at all, I mean it's so they're so good. You know me like Just like the baseball sheets, everything concise, everything in one spot. Look for Jay on all the hammer networks, forward progress, myself on Fridays. Make sure you're following Jay on Twitter. Call to the pen HQ on Twitter. And then again, Rob is all in all the affiliated networks as we make the move over to football. Player prompt looking at you, waiting for my invite to get some football stuff. I am just chomping at the bit to do some like game coverage I don't have that um coming out anywhere so I'm flying solo and that Avenue now do it everybody check out the Twitter handle you know? thank you we appreciate you we appreciate your thirst for growth and hopefully even though you will not care about you know Giants raised tomorrow nor should you hopefully there's something man that you like yo that guy just left me with something, man. This show got me. And you want to get better. That's that's really important. That's really, really, really important that you're experiencing some kind of growth, putting the time on this earth to use, right? And You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be a part of that. Talk about flattering. So thanks for picking up what we're putting down here. Enjoy the games. Enjoy your day. When we done with the book, enjoy the pay. And remember, when you work this hard, cause a lot less like luck, yo. Peace out.